Hello everybody and welcome back to Christians United Ministry. My name is Travis and today we're going to be doing another daily Bible reading as we invite the Lord Jesus Christ into our day. And today we are continuing our three episode series of Matthew 5, 6, and 7. Remember we already did 9, 10, 11, 12, and 13. And Monday we will do Matthew 8 just to fill that gap in, you know. Um, so... Without further ado, let's get right into it. So we're doing Matthew 6, starting at verse 1. Take heed that ye do not your alms before men, to be seen of them. Otherwise, ye have no reward of your Father which is in heaven. Therefore, when thou doest thine alms, do not sound a trumpet before thee, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, that they may have glory of men, Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. But when thou doest alms, let not thy left hand know what thy right hand doeth. That thine alms may be in secret, and thy father which seeth the secret himself shall reward thee openly. And when thou prayest, thou shalt not be as the hypocrites are. For they love to pray standing in the synagogues, and in the corners of the streets, that they may be seen of men. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. But thou, when thou prayest, enter into thy closet, and when thou hast shut thy door, pray to thy father, which is in secret, and thy father which seeth in secret shall reward thee openly. But when ye pray, use not vain repetitions as the heathens do, for they think that they shall be heard for their much speaking. But not ye therefore like unto them. For your father knoweth what things ye have need of before ye ask him. After this manner therefore pray, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, for ever. Amen. For if ye forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if ye forgive not men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. Moreover, when ye fast, be not as the hypocrites of a sad countenance, for they disfigure their faces, that they may appear unto men to fast. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. But thou, when thou fastest, anoint thine head, and wash thy face, that thou appear not unto men to fast, but unto my Father which is in secret. And thy father, which seeth in secret, shall reward thee openly. Lay not up for yourselves treasures upon earth, where moth and rust doeth corrupt, and where thieves break through and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust doeth corrupt, and where thieves do not break through nor steal. For when your treasure is, there will your heart be also. The, the light of the body is the eye. 
If therefore thine eye be single, thy whole body shall be full of light. But if thine eye be evil, thy whole body shall be full of darkness. If therefore the light is in thee be darkness, how great is that darkness? No man can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, and he will hold the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Therefore I say unto you, Take no thought of your life, for your life, when ye shall eat, or what ye shall drink, nor yet for your body, what ye shall put on. For is not the life more than meat, and the body than raiment? Behold the fowls of the year, for they sow not, not do they do they reap, nor gather into barns. Yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are ye not more, much more, much better than they? Which of you, by taking thought, can add one cubit unto his stature? And why not take ye thought for raiment? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They toil not, neither do they spin. And yet I say unto you, that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Wherefore, if God so clothe the grass of the field, which today is, and tomorrow is the cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe you, O ye of little faith? Therefore, take no thought, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or with will shall we be clothed? After all these things do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knoweth that you have need of all these things. And seek ye first the kingdom of God, and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. And take therefore no thought for the morrow, for the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. That's a lot of good information, right? A lot of good information. Let's go right up to the top. Right up to the tippity top. Take heed that you do not do your alms before men. What is alms? Anybody know alms? Alms are gifts. When you see alms, you see somebody who needs some money. Well, you give them alms. Like you give, okay, here's a dollar, two dollars, or to the church, or food, anything. It's a gift. It's pretty much a gift. So when you do that, he's saying here, when you give someone a gift, you're not doing it so other people can say, hey, you see, I'm giving him money. Does everybody see this? Like, you know, I'm such a good person. I'm giving him money. Because then that means you get your reward. But when you do it in secret, meaning you're just doing it, here's the money, you know, it doesn't mean kick him on the corner, hide in the closet, here's the money. Don't tell nobody about it. It means, why are we doing it? Are we doing it to get bragging rights, which is some people's rewards? Are we doing it so we can get money back in taxes or tax credits? And that's going to be our reward? Or are we doing it to help another fellow person out here, brother, a sister, a friend, anybody, a stranger? Are we doing it for the Lord Jesus Christ? And Jesus says, when you do it, if you do it for me, if you do it in secret, I will reward you openly.
he will reward us. Do not cast a trumpet. What does that mean? We're not bragging. We're not boasting. We're not... Everybody, like I said, we're, everybody look at me. Hey, 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 whoa, hey, hey, hey. I'm, I'm, I'm giving them money. Or I just I gave them part of my food. Just bought them some food. No, that's not why we do it. It's all about why. Let's go a little further down. Go down up to verse 5 about praying. It says, And when thou prayest, thou shalt not be as hypocrites are, for they love, pray, they love to pray standing in the synagogues, in the corners of the streets, that they may be seen of men. Fairly I say unto you, they have the reward. So he's saying when we pray, are we doing it for everybody? Again, are we doing it for everybody else to see us praying? Are we doing it to have a relationship with God? Think about it this way. When you have a private private conversation with your parents, right? Or a counselor. Do you want to be bragging everybody? Showing everybody you're talking to your mom. Hey, look, I'm talking to my mother or my father. No. You talk to them in secret. You have a private conversation. You do so in private, not in the open. So when we pray, that is the utmost private conversation we can have. That is the utmost respectful conversation we can have as well. So when we pray, we need to have it in secret. Don't go openly pray and try to receive that bragging rights that you're praying, making it seem like you're a holy man or you're a Christian. Some people do that. People, people do that. Oh, I'm a Christian, so I'm praying on my food. You know, I'm holier than you are. You know, and people look at that like, wow. No, we don't do it for bragging rights or for rewards from people. We do it from the Lord Jesus Christ. And he says, when you do it in secret, he will reward us what? Openly. Let's continue forward. One thing that's important, and that's my sense, actually in verse 7. When they pray, use not vain repetitions as the heathens do, for they think that they should be heard for their much speaking. Be, there, not, be not therefore like unto them, for your Father knoweth what things you need before you ask of him. So what he's saying is, when we pray, people, a lot of people have those repetitive prayers. They, say, they think they say the same thing every every day, and you know, our Father wants heaven, hallowed be the name. They can't come, you know. If you keep, let me just keep saying that, that that that's not what that is. That's not what He wants of us. He actually gives us that prayer in verse nine: "Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be Thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us." Well, here are these debtors. But he's not saying, we should, he's telling us we shouldn't be saying it over and over again. It's not, what, 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 what do you think that does? you think that prayer saves you? No. Do you have, when you have a conversation with your parents or a friend, do you have the same conversation over and over again? Then why would you have the same conversation with God? Do I think it's a sin to say the prayers? No. But don't think that it's going to save you. And he's actually telling us not to continue continuously doing it. So you say it once, okay. You say it again, you know, on occasion, okay. But don't say it repetitively every day or, you know what I'm saying? Don't, he's telling us right here, use not vain repetitions. 
And when we when we continue to do so, when we have that that same conversation, that conversation gets boring, right? When you have a conversation conversation with somebody, the conversation gets boring. You lose interest in the conversation. No, when you come to the Lord Jesus Christ, we need to just come to Him with our true heart and just talk and just start speaking and praying and you know getting your true feelings and thoughts. You know, just have a conversation. And if you don't know what to say, just sit there and meditate with the Lord Jesus Christ. Just read the Bible and just sit there and, you know, and always be thankful for everything you get. Look at when we sit and he gives us the Our Father prayer. But the first thing we're doing is we're worshiping the name of Jesus Christ, of God. We're worshiping our Father who was heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. We're giving him that worship in the moment. Now he said, give us our, this day our daily bread. What is our bread? That's the body of Jesus Christ. So in that day, you know, you're entering Jesus' body into your, into your body and becoming one. Forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Now some people say, like I said earlier, uh, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And he says further down, he says, Forgive not men their trespasses, neither your father forgive your trespasses. But if you go up, it says, If you forgive men of their trespasses, then your father, Heavenly Father will forgive you. So we need, and he's telling us right here, if we forgive, you'll be forgiven. However, if you choose not to forgive that person, move on, you will not be forgiven yourself. And that takes more than just, okay, I forgive you. That's truly forgetting about it and moving on as if nothing happened. Because that's what we want the Lord to do, right? We don't want the Lord to hold a grudge on us. You know. So it's very important. It's very important that we, when we have, when, like we read yesterday, when we have trouble, with a, when we have anger or conflict with a brother... We must forgive them and re reconcile with them. Because otherwise, that anger will build up inside of us. Have you ever realized that when you have a conflict with somebody, it's less stressful for us to reconcile? Isn't, that, isn't, isn't it? Isn't it more relieving? So we got to remember that even though this person might have done wrong by us, we must forgive them. And he's saying it here again. That's the reason for it. And then he goes on to say, Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Who's give us evil? The devil. So we're pretty much asking God to watch over us and keep the devil away from us. We're fighting off the devil here. And from temptation... For thy king, for for thine is the kingdom and power and the glory forever. Amen. We're gonna go further down. We just talked about that next verse. We're gonna go down and it says when you fast. So he, you know, one thing I want to point out it says when ye fast doesn't say if ye fast. It says when. So when you fast, be not as hypocrites of a sad countenance, for they disfigure their faces that they may appear to men unto men too fast unto men so what is he saying here so people when they're fasting they're like oh i haven't eaten it all day i feel so crappy oh man 
No, well then you're getting now you're getting, again getting this bragging rights. You're boasting about it in a way, and that's your that's your reward. Is people? It's like okay, oh look at Travis doing such a good job. He's such a good Christian. He's such a good follower. I got you know he's a good guy. You know he's fasting. Look at him. No, God doesn't want that. God wants you to do it in secret. He says no. Anoint your head. Hold your head high and wash your face. Make it appear as if you're not fasting. Don't look sick or weak or ill. Look strong and healthy. Um, have any of you tried? Have any of you all think to yourselves, try to fast? I know I fast, and I I don't, I don't fast every day, obviously, but I fast as much as I can. And I I'm actually about to go back onto it. But I used to fast every Friday and just giving myself the day of the Lord and just. Stay in worship and prayer. I got to go back on to that. Just pr- um, fasting and not eating. So when we do that, we're doing it for God. We're growing closer to God. And God watches over us when we when we give up our eating. And it's not, he doesn't want us to not eat ever. But he's doing it because we're, we're putting something we're so used to doing off. Right? We're... We're, we're, everybody's just used to eating. You wake up in the morning, you eat. In the middle of the day, you eat. You have a snack. Then you have dinner. Then maybe dessert. When you give all that up, a natural habit for the Lord God, He strengthens you. When I started doing my fasting, I didn't think I could do it. I was like, there's no way. And then all of a sudden, like, I'm not even hungry because the Lord took it from me. The Lord took that hunger from me. And he, he made me strong all day because I set out to do it. So when we do this, he will be there with you. You pray and you ask him, hey, Lord Jesus Christ, I'm going to need your help with this. He'll do it. We kind of make sure you're doing it for the right reason. Are you doing it for him or are you doing it for bragging rights? Because if you do it for bragging rights, then he's not listening. But if you do it for him, he will reward you himself. And that reward is greater than any reward you can get from anybody. Go a little further down. It says, "Lay up not, lay not up for yourselves treasures upon earth, where moth and rust doth corrupt, and where thieves break and steal." So he's saying, "Don't, don't save up your treasures." You know, when you when you talk about saving for treasures, you're talking about money or anything. You're like, "Oh, I'm, I'm saving up for this. I'm saving up for that, or whatever." Because anybody can just come in and steal it and break it. But when we lay up ourselves for treasures in heaven, it says, Where neither moth nor rust doeth corrupt, where thieves do not break nor steal. So no one can steal. If you are saving your treasures for heaven, I mean, I'm going to do the word of God, and I'm going to live for God, and I'm not going to let anything get in my way. When you're saving up your soul, nothing can get in the way with that. When you were with God, nothing can cost you. Nobody can cost you your seats. Only person who can cost you your seat is yourself. You gotta remember that. We're gonna go a little further down again. And we're talking about the light of the eye. And what he's saying here is your eye is as if there's dark if there's light in your in your eye and it's light in your body, then you will be giving off good light but if there's evil if you have ill intentions if you have um, 
evil thoughts, bad thoughts, and it's going to create darkness in your body. And that darkness will put up, will fight off that light. Understand? It will fight off the light. So you can't give off. It goes off of that saying where it says, um, a, a good tree can only give good fruit, and a bad tree can only give bad fruit. That's what he's saying here. A little further down, it says, No one can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other. He will, dis- he will either hold to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and man, mammon, which mammon is man. So he's saying, are you here for your friends, your kings, your presidents, or are you here for me? And you might think to yourself, well, sometimes you can't. I can't. Well, you always, sometimes I can't. You know, serve God, and you know, because they're gonna be, they're gonna hate me. I can't. It's illegal to talk about God in this place, or you know, what I'm saying there's always a reason why we might not talk about God. But remember, we're gonna be persecuted. He told us on the last chapter, we're definitely going to be persecuted. So again, do you serve me or do you serve man? And we always got to think to ourselves, who do I serve, and what am I doing? What am I here for? Therefore I say, take no thought of your life, what you shall eat, you shall drink, nor for your body, what you should put on. Now where are we hearing all this from? We heard this before. Here's this in First Peter. And he's telling us, don't worry about what clothes you put on. He's saying, do, do I not take care of the grass and the birds? Are you not much more than the grass and the birds? So you got to remember that you know when we when we when we give the complete trust to the Lord, we're completely trusting Him. We're giving everything to Him, all the way down to what we wear and what we eat, what we do, what we go through. All things that we have to give to the Lord, and that's important. Sometimes, sometimes you don't do that. Sometimes you don't think about this. But like, uh, you know. We're more about what, what do, do we match? Do we wear what we need to wear? Or, oh my God, I can't wear these shoes, that outfit. That's so hot about. No, that's not what it's about. All about giving all to the Lord. He said, because what can you say? He's saying, what can you really do? He said, what, what, what should we get by taking thought? Can add one cubit into a stature. So, what can you really do? You can't really do anything, can you? Right? And we're going to scroll down. And we're going to scroll down all the way down. To the second to last, 30, verse 33. And it said, But ye seek, y'all seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all his things shall be added unto you. So when you seek the kingdom of heaven, when you are seeking God, then you will get it. You will get God. And you get all his rewards, all of his riches, if you truly seek him. Now here's the last verse, but here's the takeaway, uh, the eye-opening, for me at least. Uh, this is why it really opens my eyes. It says, take the thought for the morrow, for the morrow should take the thought for itself. Sufficient to the day of evil thereof. So what he's saying here is you got to think about right now. Stop worrying about tomorrow. Stop worrying about yesterday. Yesterday already already happened. Tomorrow is coming. Tomorrow is going to be a whole new day for you. So it's coming, you know. Just don't even worry about tomorrow. 
you gotta worry about right now. Is what I'm doing right now acceptable to the Lord Jesus Christ? Is it acceptable to God? Is what I'm doing now part of my plan or part of God's plan? Am I giving up myself today? Because I'm going to have to ask that question, same question tomorrow, right? So why don't we wait for that and worry about right now? We're going right back to my uh, first episode. I was in the introduction uh, episode where I talked about a football field. Think about what? Think about a Super Bowl, right? When we have the Super Bowl, what is the team, the football team's thinking, right? Oh, we get, we got to win. Now, how do you win? You have, yeah, you have to score touchdowns. But how do we get touchdowns? We have good plays. But how do we have good plays? Right now is a play. Right now is a play. Am I making the right decision? Is what I'm doing now going to help me get to my goal? Is how I act and who I am the right move? Because think about it, with God, if if you're not moving up, it doesn't matter where you are on the field. You see what I'm saying? So it doesn't matter where you are on the field as if you're not moving up towards God. So that's why right now is that play. Today is that play. It is what I'm doing right now acceptable to help me win the game, which the game is going to have it. You got to remember that. We always got to ask ourselves, why are we doing what we're doing? Am I doing it for men or am I doing it for God? And that's what this whole chapter is about. Who are, who, are, who are we serving? What reward are we trying to seek? It's an important question we need to ask. So anyways, it was a great episode. It was a great Bible reading today. It always is. Um, if anybody has any questions, comments, concerns, suggestions, or needs advice or needs to vent, you can always, always email me at ChristiansUnitedMinistry at gmail.com. That's Christians with an S, UnitedMinistry at gmail.com. Just be aware that it, it is absolutely me. It's nobody else. I don't have an automated service. I don't have any employees doing it. Whatever you get is directly from me. And I'm absolutely confidential. I won't be telling anybody what you said and I won't even use it as an example I will just keep it between you and me that's my that is my guarantee um, but anyway stay tuned tomorrow tomorrow we're doing verse 7 uh, excuse me chapter 7 of Matthew and you're going to see a lot a lot of good information it's a lot of eye openings a lot of eye openings and this is the last chapter of the sermon on Matt um Next, we're going to Matthew 8. We're going to, after that, we're doing Matthew 8 to kind of close the gap between these three days and last week's chapters of 9 13. Anyways, again, so much. Thank you so much. Click the like button uh, or definitely click the follow button so you can always stay notified when I come up with these, when I post these daily Bible uh, readings. We do these Bible readings so we can set the Lord Jesus Christ into our day. Now remember, don't ever depend on me. Always open the Bible yourself and always read and get to know the Word yourself. I am 
merely a tool to use to help you supplementally. So make sure we always open the Bible. If I, if that's ever a day I can't post, always make sure you pick up your Bible and just read. You don't have to wait for me. The Lord is waiting. The Lord is waiting. So anyways, thank you so much. I hope you all have a fantastic night and a day, evening, whatever type of day it is by you. Um, my name is Travis. This is Christians United Ministry. God be with you.